Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Back with some more playoff basketball. It has officially been a week since the playoffs have started. I'm so ready for second round. <laughs> oh, uh, see, see, Damn. see. Now y'all killing me. I know, y'all I, y'all spent the last month. I was thinking the same thing. I was looking at like <laughs> Milwaukee, Boston. Yeah. Philly and uh, Toronto. But those I mean, are good series, though. Like the Philly series and then the Toronto series, yeah. they've been good series. Maybe we, we know who's coming out, though. But it's still yeah, good, wait, it's wait, still wait, good what basketball. Did he, what did he say? He said he's in your same boat where no, he's ready for the, the second team, round. He, just, he basically pointed out yeah, every the, series. Yeah, no, the next uh, round for the next is going to be really oh, good. Okay. But the, I, it's the four powerhouse teams is, that we all expect. My thing is I'm looking at today. And today is one of the, the days where it's just like... We got some good games, but then I see that Bucks and that Pistons thing, and it made me hold my head. <laughs> yeah. um, whenever you, whenever I see that, the that's the one we not watch. And yeah, they, also, the game. they also make it prime time. It's a seven yeah. o'clock game, so it's like I would, I would prefer that to be the two o'clock game instead of the Philly, Philly and Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, then we also don't know what we're gonna get from the Jazz. And I remember Derek tweeted in Game Two um, something like, oh, "This is disappointing," but I can I can hear. <laughs> You can't hear tweets, but I heard the disappointment yeah. in that tweet from him. We're well, at home this time uh, around, so yeah. it's, it may be a little bit. It may be a little bit different because uh, we did see a team that was down 0-2 come out and uh, perform well at home. But we'll get to that. It's just funny to me because the whole last month of the season, we were like, "Man, we ready for the playoffs?" And now the playoffs are here, y'all. Like, we ready for the next round? Because teams are starting to impose themselves on, on different mm-hmm. teams. Even in the series that were one and one, you know, the Warriors came out firing. Uh, but the game we're gonna start with is actually another example: the Philadelphia 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets, um, who played what Thursday. Yep. Um, the Philadelphia won by 16 without Joel Embiid, and I mean. Um, the score, the game was a little bit more closer and exciting than the score, but down the stretch, I mean, Philly really showed that they are the better team, which we all expected. Um, but what were y'all thoughts? I thought that Brooklyn's zone was just getting torn apart and that they wouldn't get out of it and just play man. That's at the end. I think it was it, the other way around. Yeah, because the man wasn't helping because J.J. was actually coming off those screens yes. and Tobias was coming off those screens and hitting shots, and they were like, we got to go zone. I think Kenny Axton literally said that in like a, the middle interviews they do after quarters. Like, we went zone because we can't keep up with J.J. Redick. Yeah, but also in the zone, they weren't communicating, and there were so many open shots just giving up to people. Like, they, if you're playing zone, you have to communicate on cutters, people coming across the lane. They weren't mm-hmm. doing that, so people were just getting open shots. This was the most dominant game of Ben Simmons' career. And it came at the perfect time because um, game one was terrible for him. Game two, he came out and he played well. But game three, he really showed like, yes, I am an all-star. Mm-hmm. And yes, you can't you can win with me, um, which, is, which is good to see. It's good to see. You I, know, lo- I love to see young that. players succeed. Questions that people were asking. I've seen three questions in a row. One from Aiden, one from Embiid's life, and one from T-Dance all asked about Ben Simmons. And this is after this game. Right. All concerned about the spacing and how it's going to be when they get deeper in the playoffs. I mean, it's a it's a real question because this game they had a lot of Mike Scott out there instead of Joel Embiid. And though Mike Scott, I don't think he even scored the game. I think he was like zero for five from three. Right. He just he's good enough to be respected on the three point mm-hmm. line. And we even had a couple plays where Mike Scott was the ball handler and Ben Simmons was the picket like the roller. Yeah. And it just it worked. So the spacing is a real problem with their team with Joel Embiid. Uh, but they're the two best players on the team, so it's not like you can be like, all right, we're right. sitting Joel. And the guy, he was like, should he even just not even work on like, uh, work on like a 15-ish, but should, at least it's respectable enough that, I mean, it's not like he's sitting in a paint and he has some room to either get a back door yeah, or make a, a we talking We're talking Ben Simmons, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, can he get a little bit more space in? Would it, it would help that team a lot more. It's I'm, too late now. Like, he can't do it yeah, in it's the not playoffs. Yeah, it's but... It's just, is it going to be a bigger problem going into the into the next couple rounds? I think we're going to have to be get to the point soon, maybe in the next season or two, where like if Ben Simmons doesn't have a jump shot, it's it. Stop talking about it. Because this is, I mean, we're, we're still year two for no, him I, technically. I'm, I'm but like if we're in year four and year five and he's still not shooting the ball, get over the fact that he needs a jumper. Just take him for what he is and build around that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if he's seven years in his career and we're still talking about, man, Ben Simmons needs to shoot that ball. Mm-hmm. Then we doing something wrong as like fans or the media because a player is going to be what he is at that point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think he should still like as a player still develop into the game. Even if he's not a three point shooter at all, mm-hmm. I think he still needs to take him in rhythm. Kind of what they do with Giannis is just, I mean, eventually one might fall. Yeah, they, they yeah. might get you in some type of rhythm. And him know? shooting, being able to shoot, will help extend his career and make him more more versatile. 
because we've had we've had players develop jumpers late into their career. Blake Griffin is probably the best example. Like early in his career, Jason Kidd, Jason, Jason Kidd, yeah. Kidd. Um, early in his career, Blake Griffin was known as the athletic guy. Everything he did was athletic, sports center, da, 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 all day. And then those injuries start to pile on. He's like, I got to slow down a little bit. He still shows the athleticism, but he does so much more. Um, mm-hmm. The thing I like about this game, as far as Ben Simmons and just the Sixers in general, um, is like I'm with I'm with Kenny. Uh, if we get to a certain point in his career and he's not shooting, I think we do need to stop talking about it. Especially if he's an All Star, then and obviously we could take every player in the league who is at an All Star level and say if they did this more and did that more, they would be even better. But I mean, if a guy is an All Star on a, a 50 win team each year in and year out, and he doesn't have a jumper, sure you can say, hey. If he starts shooting the jumper, he'll be even better. But, I mean, how many guys can we point out and say, it's a lot of if DeMar DeRozan uh, started averaging 10 assists, and he would be – like, we can literally pick out a bunch of players and say if they added this or they added that, they would, they would take the next level. Another thing that I want to say about Ben Simmons and, and what he lacks is that people need to relax because he's only in his second playing season. The man is, what, like 22? So he has a long way to go. And the more you elevate and the more you get better, the more confident you'll become because the, the amount of shots that Greek Freak is taking now – he wasn't taking the previous seasons, but now he's at an MVP level. He is the guy. He's as confident as he ever, he's ever going to be. And now he's just doing whatever the hell he want to do because I'm Greek freak. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Steph Curry. Steph Curry has always been a great shooter, but once he got that confidence level, he started shooting from fucking 40 feet because it's like, I'm Steph Curry. I do whatever I want to do. Um, but what I did like about them in this game without Joel Embiid, and I don't think it even matters that Joel Embiid wasn't there, but every time I watched Ben Simmons had a purpose on the floor, and I think that's what he needs because, like we alluded to in the last episode, it was times in game one and in just the season in general where there's times where Ben Simmons is, looks lost on the floor. He's running into somebody. He's he's coming in somebody's area of space where they're trying to operate, whether it's Joel Embiid or uh, Jimmy Butler in an isolation situation, and he's just not making himself useful and doesn't have a purpose, so he's kind of lost. In this game, they made him – have a purpose in almost every play, whether he had the ball in his hands, if he was off the ball, he was being a screener. Um, we're going to put a screenshot up on the screen right now of a play um, early in the first quarter where Jimmy Butler is um, initiating a play. And then they bring Ben Simmons up to the elbow. J.J. Reddick comes off of him, uh, and they're using Ben Simmons as a screener. And because J.J. Reddick is J.J. Reddick, we have three Brooklyn Net defenders going at him. And now what that does is that open up two avenues for Ben Simmons and Greg Monroe to dive and boom, you have a dunk. Um, and then later in the game, when they were zoning, nobody's playing Ben Simmons in his zone. Demar Carroll is literally steps away from him. Tobias Harris makes a simple pass across the court. And what I like about Ben Simmons in this play is that instead of catching it and surveying the field and holding the ball, instantly made a move. Because when somebody is playing that far off of you, they can't recover and not be vulnerable. Exactly. And with him being 6'10", and he also has bouncing moves, once once uh, DeMar Carroll tried to come back and play him face-to-face, it was too late. He caught him in a vulnerable position and just attacked at the rim because the last line of defense was Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, who's 6'7". Right. Easy bucket. <laughs> and then you have another play late in the game after J.J. Redick. How many threes did he make? Like six. He went on yeah. fire. Mm-hmm. Now Ben Simmons initiates the offense, come, comes and does the, the handoff play that they always do. They always do this handoff play. And then you have two def- uh, Brooklyn Nets defenders go right to J.J. Reddy because he had all many so many threes and Ben Simmons just makes a read, fakes the handoff and gets an easy dunk because mm-hmm. the last line of defense is Karis LeVert. And even at the end of the second half, Jimmy Butler had a one-on-one play to close the half. Nobody's guarding Ben Simmons because they're not afraid of him catching it off the uh, off the kickout for a three. Nobody boxed him out. He put, had an end of the quarter dunk. So he has to continue to make himself useful mm-hmm. when he doesn't have the ball right. because it's hard to box out a 6'10", 250 dude when you're not guarding him. They're, all, they're playing all the way off of him. Now when the shot goes up, it's damn near impossible to go find him and box him out. So whether it's offensive rebounds, screening, um, you know, a cutting, all of those things, he has to find a purpose, and they have to continue to do it when Joel Embiid comes back because he's the one that right. benefits the most from and the space. You can basically sum all that up into just being aggressive. Yeah. He did that game, too, after he heard the booze and everything. He was being aggressive, and he almost had, I think, a dub that second game. He had 30 this game. So it's all about if he can keep attacking. He doesn't always have to look for the pasture just because he sees the open man. I think as he's driving and making help defenders come to him, mm-hmm. as they should, that's when he should be the best at making those passes. My biggest worry, though, for them going forward is the fact that in this game three, I think Ben Simmons was able to do all of those things because 
it was more shots open up. So Tobias Harris got in the flow. J.J. Reddick got in the flow. Jimmy Butler still had his touches. When you have Joel Embiid out there, you're obligated to give him mm-hmm. a certain amount of touches. Where now it's like Tobias Harris might not be in the floor of the game to make those shots that he was making. Because he made some great shots and some big shots for them. So somebody's going to kind of get left out. And it just, I, I don't know, it, it hurts them. Yeah, they can never put it all together. Yeah, the first, it's usually Tobias. The first two games, it was just Tobias not doing much because he was trying to just play the role that he was given and no Joel Embiid. He's like, oh, I get my touches now. And he, he was a 20-point-per-game scorer in the regular season before the trade and everything, so we know he can score the ball. He deserves touches, but it's kind of hard when you have four all-star caliber players on your team. Yeah, and J.J. Reddit doesn't need that many shots for him to be effective. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, though, I'm 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 still. I know they lost and they lost by 16, but I'm still impressed and happy with Brooklyn because they did fight back. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of versatility. Uh, like we talked about the zone, I think the zone it works. They it helped them come back, and it shows that like they were able to take Jared Allen out of the game, um, even with no Joel and the beat, and still make an impact down the stretch. I think D'Angelo Russell scored like 13 in a row, like we said in the, the previous mm-hmm. episode. A star is being born, and this team is fairly fairly young. Uh, and they still with have cap space. Now. Yeah, with cap space. Yeah. So, they have a lot of mental mistakes, which the, is normal. That's what you expect for the young immature, team, but yeah, no they got to take those. They got to learn from those. That's only going to make them better in the future. This is a team that's going to be in the playoffs probably for the next couple of years as long as they stay healthy. So that's, that, so. that's a good thing for Brooklyn fans. So we'll move on to the next series, um, which was the Spurs Nets game where Derek White came out. I think he dropped 36 or 36. something like that. Mm-hmm. I I knew that Derek White was good, but this playoffs he has been like very very good. He's been surprisingly good, and I, I made a tweet while watching this game. It was a real question: was like, are the Raptors and the Spurs the only two teams to successfully use the G League or the D League as a place to develop players? You know, so we had like Danny Green for them. We have Derek White, Brent Forbes, right. all these guys developed in the G League and then came up to the main stage and played big roles on playoff teams. And the same thing with the Raptors having Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, and DeLon Wright. Mm-hmm. All these guys came up. And people were mentioning other teams of like, bro, those like Tyler Johnson. He ain't done nothing. <laughs> like, sure, he's an NBA player, but he ain't really done nothing for me to say that he's developed into something. Right. But um, I mean, Quinn Cook came in with the with the Warriors when Steph Curry was was hurt. I mean, I know it's the Warriors, right? But it was he still played a significant role. Mm-hmm. And was the starting point guard for the team. Um, Spurs, I mean, to that level, yeah, no. Spurs are always no, pretty good but, at just developing yeah, their players. Yeah. They develop quiet from much more than what he came in as just basically a two-way player. And, and ask that question or the question that you saw before the show started, because yeah, I think those two tie, tie together. Um, at least this would have been my answer to the question, because the Spurs do such a great job at um, at player development. Right. You know, like Derek White, what was he? He, he was a walk-on in a D2 college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, played well there, then transferred to Colorado, mm-hmm. played well there, and then was a late first-round pick. We got to start getting Colorado. Jonathan Simmons also. We got to start, yeah. Yeah, Jonathan Simmons. We got to start giving Simmons. Colorado yeah. some love. Derek White, Spencer Dinwiddie, Roberson. Like, they they, they, they getting some guys that, that's coming in there. All right. Jay Faithful asks, does Derek's White 36-point game give the impression that Tony Parker is overrated and Coach Pops make all the guards better than what they are? So my answer to that question would be no. Yeah. I think it literally has to do with developing players mm-hmm. because the system, of course, it helps, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. All but, the guards flourish in it. But I think it's more player development than the system. Like yeah. Tony Parker was what a second round pick. Right. And it took him a few years to develop to get to the all-star level player. And the same thing with like all of their guards. Mm-hmm. No, no one of their guards come in like, oh, this is the system and I'm going to be good now. It usually takes a couple seasons. Yeah, Ginobili took a few seasons. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just the way it works. And Pop gets a lot of that credit, but I don't think we should be discrediting to Tony Parker because right. Derek White had a 36-point game. I think something within that system definitely, especially develops confidence as well, knowing that everybody's going to share the ball. I think, no Pop, one man team I think Pop just gives confidence into his players. Exactly, yeah. And, and Tony Parker played well this season. Yeah. I mean, he's like almost 40, but he played he played well in the second team, you know? And, and I, later I, on in his career, Ginobili still had it. I don't, I don't, you know, first of all, I don't want to use the word overrated because every player – you know, they work for what they got, but I'm not going to sit up here and act like they don't benefit. It's, 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 it's proof. It's the fact that we mentioned all those guards. I mean, you got to understand, Tony Parker and, and even Kawhi, they come into situations where it helps them a ton. Mm-hmm. Tony Rock Parker, rookie year, they won 58 games. I mean, he's playing with Tim Duncan, Bruce Bowen, Steve Smith. Like, 
David Robinson. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you're going to benefit from it. You, you just are. That's just what it is. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, um, that's just the pro and the con of playing with the Spurs. You, you got a chance to win championships and be a great player. But then the con is, are you that good or was it? You know, is the, it the right the system fit for you? Well, uh, this year we're starting to see teams that uh, players that were with the Spurs, that, you know, play well outside. Like, of course, Kawhi but, Leonard see, and my, then Danny Brown. My response Danny, to that Danny is Green. Danny Green. <laughs> 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 Shut up, Danny Brown, though. My response to that is that 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 don't really prove much. I mean, it proves that they can play outside of it, but it don't mean that they didn't benefit from it because you can take no. You I, can take what Kawhi can take what he took from the Spurs and yeah. take it to Toronto. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they never benefited. I'm just saying that a lot of that's probably player development more than the actual system. And also, it takes a good player to actually take in what but they're you're learning. Developing out of the system, though. So I, I, I look at them hand to hand. I don't think it's like one or the other. I think you say that again. You're, you're developing from the system. So I like player development and the system go hand to hand to me because they're developing within that system. I, I think I'm different then. When I'm thinking about the system, I'm more thinking about the sets that you're running and yeah. things like that. And they develop within those that system. Mm-hmm. It's just also like a culture of San Antonio, too, with, with the ball moving and the floor spacing and the cutting and everything like that. It's good basketball. All right. So I'm so mean. disappointed in the Denver Nuggets, though. Me, too. Um, Jokic has not – even though Jokic – you can look at Jokic's stat line and be like, oh, he had a good game. He has not looked like the best player in the series, which he is. He is 100% the best player in the He's series. He's never going to be if the people around him aren't playing their best basketball because that's one thing that he lives – he plays off of. He's Will Barton has been terrible. Uh, Jamal Murray Bench him. isn't to, to Jamal Murray that we've seen in that, that – Fourth quarter. quarter, that one quarter, um, that one quarter. That's what he had this season, the series. And if that that's one all quarter. You give then shit, give it. But uh, somebody else got to do something. Gary Harris has been solid. That's what yeah. I, yeah, that's what I was kind of concerned about coming into this. Is who's going to be the role player or even starter that just steps up? I knew the Spurs it was, it's role actually players come every game. Paul that, Millsap is impressive, though. Yeah. I will say that him and Al just going at it. I like. I like to no. see that. It felt like it was three years ago, uh, but. Yeah, somebody does have to step up, and I'm a little worried for them because they missed the playoffs the last two years, mm-hmm. and then but we all knew how good they were or how good they could be, and now they're the second seed and they're about to lose potentially to the seventh seed, which it's going to be very disappointing. And so I, I think I hope they don't hit the panic, but I don't know what they'll do. But something something is going to be you know something's going to happen after this. I don't think you can win a series against the Spurs when your bench is your best lineup. Where Beasley, Beasley and Monte Morris, Craig and Morris right. are carrying your offense, they're keeping you in the game, and then when you put your starters in, it's kind of just like, because eh. I think the Jokers are like minus twenty five this game, which is which is crazy for you, best player. But I, they need a star alongside Jokic, because um, he can't. He that can be consistently. Yeah. He doesn't dominate games. He doesn't come in and put his head down and just get to the rim. When he can't, he can, but he doesn't. I don't know. Hey, now he gets too passive. Nugget fans that was upset with me when I said Bradley Beal. You know, Bradley Beal will be a perfect guy. I know y'all love Gary Harris. I know he's a great player. I'm giving up Gary Harris 100% of the time. Bradley Beal and Jokic. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's something. I'm, give, I'm giving up Gary Harris and Malik Beasley for Bradley Beal. Easily. Hell yeah. Because Bradley Beal is one of the most consistent players in the league. Yeah. And the one thing your team is lacking right now is consistent guard play. Jamal Murray has, has had a good season. But right now the lights are on and it seemed like he panicking. Mm-hmm. You know, he's taking the good shots. They're just, he, they're just not falling. They're and also defending them very well. Yeah, he only shot six shots last, the last, last game. Yeah, last game they were making a good effort to not let him go right and to get the ball out of his Five hands. Five six shots from three. And he was wincing the entire game. Like, he looked injured in the face. He failed. Right. He, he did something. I forgot what he and did. And it's just like, if you can't play, don't play. Put Isaiah Thomas in the game, please. You have to. If, if they play again today, right? If you're down by ten going into the fourth quarter, put Isaiah Thomas in the game. What can you? You're already down ten. Yeah, you cannot I, be down three one to the Spurs because you're going to lose the series. They're gonna they're gonna get him onto a mismatch and they're just gonna ice him. I, I know they. <laughs> I, I know. And you just you got to hope they that run they so miss many, shots. They want so many screens. He's gonna get switched onto DeRozan Aldridge or someone that he just can't guard, and they're just gonna milk that. The but whole this game. is the time we got to continue to just give pop his praise. I, I know we were just talking about the players, you know, developing and system and everything but again this is just another situation where you just see some of these names and they just perform in, in the playoffs and it's a, a two seed that's been fighting for the one seed all year I mean Brent Forbes like a lot of people don't even know the, who the hell Brent Forbes is like I, I loved him at Michigan State and I didn't know he was going to have a place in the NBA because he was a smaller guard mm-hmm. uh, but didn't have the point guard skills but could really shoot it and like he playing legitimately he played 34 minutes right. mm-hmm. um, he only had 10 points but still from a guy who I you know a basketball 
officiato that I call myself didn't think he was going to have a chance. Yeah, in the this league. goes back to the Spurs. They just know how to to pick young prospects and how to develop them and how to see if they even fit their system before they come in. Do they have the right mindset? It's like the the Spurs look at so much more than just how good are you. And they, I think they right. I think what they do best is they find a way to maximize your strengths. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then also enhance your weaknesses. This just reminded me of some something, right? So I tweeted like um Giving Derek White his praise because he said a great game. I was like, does Derek White miss? No and no was the poll. And somebody re- replied to my tweet. Um, you didn't even know who Derek White was four years ago. <laughs> and four years ago, he's playing D2 college ball. You didn't even know who he was four years ago. Like, I keep telling people that my job is not looking at a player and projecting him to be great. My job is looking what I have right now and analyzing that. Like, there's a clip of me saying, I don't think Pascal Siakam will ever be a starter. And look at him now. He's playing great. My job is not to project a player's career. My job is to look at what I have in front of me and analyze it. Of course I didn't know who Derek White was four years ago. There's a lot of players in this draft that's coming out this season that are going to turn into good players. I have no idea who they are at this moment. That's you know my, what's the funny thing about job. that? It's okay. It's okay, right? Yeah. Why right. does that matter? I do a damn good job because, of what I do. Because you know how it is. But I could, I could. Because people see. always want to be the guy to notice I could something first. Feel the pad yeah. when you on something first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they feel like you're sleeping on them. Definitely. Yeah, come on now, y'all know how that goes. I mean, this but is I, I like it. It's fun um, because it's like it's inevitable that you're gonna be wrong about something or not know shit. So I mean, it's not, it's no big deal. Quincy but, Miller, y'all uh, remember that name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to Baylor. He was a top three prospect. Yeah, I was on that Quincy Miller train. Look how that turned out. The man been out of the league for ten years and he was drafted twelve years ago. This is like when you get off it, with Andre Iguodala cross him up. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I remember that so vividly. Man, Quincy uh, Miller. If you watch the show, hit me up though. I get back on the track. He overseas hooping though. Not probably. Really I, I expect that. Really a lot so of those Mario players. Chalmers. No, yeah, he's who Quincy Miller is hooping. <laughs> a lot of those Mario players Chalmers, that, that are they were bad NBA players go overseas and just dominate. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why can't he get an NBA job? Because the NBA is just another monster. Just uh, another monster. But yeah, I mean, Derek White gave you thirty six. You're not going to win. And it's crazy. They're the seventh seed without Dejounte and Looney Walker. That was that was my thing. Now that I, I, I ain't counted Looney Walker anyway. He's, a, he's that, a rookie. Yeah, no. yeah he's but a rookie. what are they going to do with? Is Derek White going to be the starting point guard now? He's going to be a start shooting guard. I will, well, I think he can go either because Dejounte Murray's was six five. Like yeah, he's yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they caught both combo guards. Mm-hmm. That court. Well, Dejounte just can't shoot. Dejounte Murray. I don't even remember much can, of Dejounte not, Murray's rookie season. He can knock down season. the corner three, which I think they teach all Shooting is first. his weakness. Yeah, yeah for okay. some reason. He can knock college, it down, he, though. He was, he was a, a scorer. But Derek White is a surprisingly great defender, too. So that backcourt is going to defend well for a long time, which is, which is cool for the Spurs because I thought they were down and out. Like in one of the bold prediction video, I predicted that they wouldn't make the playoffs. It was a bold prediction because the damn Spurs, and they make it for 20 years straight. But I felt like this would be a year with no DeJounte Murray, um, no Kawhi Leonard. This would be a year that they may not make it. And for a second, it looked like that. But then they ramped it up. And uh, it's cool to see. I mean, I love the Yakapoto edition has been very good for them so far in the playoffs. They're actually starting him. Which is surprising. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't really think that he would be starting for that. You thought they'd probably go Rudy Gay and LaMarcus or yeah. something like that? I you got to say Rudy Gay off the bench. Yeah, I said I said Yaka Perto was going to be big just because he's another big body. And with Paul Millsap in, he's he'll a get skilled you. big body. Yeah, yeah, they're going to need some size down there. Uh, Clippers, Warriors. Um, K- KD was like, okay, I had eight shots. Now I'm going to drop 40 on y'all since y'all want to talk trash. Yeah, that was that was cool to see. But other than that, I mean, it's just. Shout out to my boy Shea Gilgis, though. I'm rocking a shirt that he rocked one and he time. Made, and Steve Kerr kind of kept on his starters in while they were, getting, while they were blowing them out so they didn't blow their lead. Yeah, that they weren't blowing that one. That one just, <laughs> They shot 55% from the, from the field goal, like field goal percentage. Like that's. You're going to win. Seth Curry has been amazing this playoffs. Like, he's shooting like 60% from three right now. The Clippers starters was just, just shot the ball atrocious. I mean, Gallinari, 15% from the field, 2 yeah. for 13. Uh, Shamit, 1 for 5, 20%. Shea Gillies-Alexander hit that 1-3 early and then didn't do <laughs> shit else, which disappointed me. 1 for 7, 14%. And then the bench came in and it was the bench. Lou Will only played 20 minutes and had 16. Montrez Harrell had 15. Jermichael Green had 15. Hey, if Jermichael Green is giving you 15, you got to take advantage of that. Um, I think a lot of those are garbage minutes, so they are already down by 20-something. And then, uh, he got the tech with KD, which I think is being rescinded, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were, they were, literally, just tra- they were literally just trash talking yeah, to each other. Smiling, shit, still got a tech. But, yeah, uh, the Golden State Warriors made us uh, – 
shut up about them losing the one game. Came out almost won by thirty. Um, just, that's that's the whole analysis of that series. Yeah. Like that's it's the Warriors. KD's great. Steph Curry's great. Next, though, um, the next night we had the Raptors and Orlando Magic opening up. I mean, it was a very, very good game. Terrence Ross. Certain parts. It was, ugly. it was an ugly one, but it was close. Um, Terrence Ross has been hooping this season, which is, which is good to see for him mm-hmm. because, what was he, drafted like seventh or something like that? Yeah, out of Washington. Um, Washington, Lorenzo Romar, they give you NBA talent. Markel Fultz, Terrence Ross. Brandon Roy, Isaiah Thomas, um, Michael Porter Jr. was committed to go to Washington before Lorenzo Romar was fired. Marquise Chris, DeJounte Murray. Shout out to Lorenzo Romar over there at Pepperdine now. Um, but yeah, Terrence Ross been hooping. But forget that. Pascal Siakam has been hooping. <laughs> and you mentioned before the show, what's the nickname? No, that's a question. Let me get okay. Yeah, get get, get those get those questions. Playoff P, he stole it because he's the one actually performing this playoffs year. Because that other one that had the name, he ain't done much. We'll we'll get to him though. Two different roles, man. If if we if they switch teams, Pascal. No, not two different roles. They're both superstars. Sean has. (laughs) Does Pascal deserve playoff P now? Yep. No, spicy P. Just yeah, keep it spicy. spicy. Keep what it spicy. does he mean deserve it? What does he deserve it? Because the other playoff P, you know, he well, he's averaging. He's yeah. averaging like twenty eight in the playoffs. So he's yeah, been he's been very yeah, good at the let playoffs. Him be him, man. Don't do that. Let him be him. He's been he spicy. Been he's been good enough to deserve his. Sometimes own name. nicknames can be taken from you. They can. Yeah, they I, they took big sexy ball away from you. I don't. I don't you don't hoop no more. I don't. I don't. I think that's disrespectful when a player's thirty points, eleven rebounds, zero turnovers. I think you got he deserves his own his own name. He don't wanna be hammy down. Yeah, keep it spicy. Keep it spicy. Um, I like the intensity they play. Well, he got an M one and he was on the floor for five seconds screaming M one. I like it. This is a tough loss for the Magic in my opinion. I, they did play really well, but I mean whenever you have Kawhi Leonard shooting twenty six percent from the field, um they only had what Thirteen turnovers as a team, and Kawhi had five of a six of them. Excuse me, and five of them were in the first half. So um, second half, he played a lot I think better. You got to take advantage of that, but they didn't. They let Spicy P come in and have thirty points. Um, Kyle Lowry played amazing. How many points did he have? But I just know he played very good. Twelve points, but he had that big ass rebound. He had a big ass rebound. Some uh-huh. great passes, great defense. He put his mark on this game. And shout out to Vucevic. He finally came alive. Twenty two, fourteen, and six. Yesterday, Mike um, was asking me like, "Has Vucevic done anything in the series so far?" And I think you said he was averaging nine yeah, points at that like, point. Went from twenty points shout to nine points. Yeah, Marcus all man. But they couldn't pull it out. Mark- it's kind of weird that the game they won, he basically did nothing. He did nothing. Keep it that way. Jonathan Isaac played well for the first seven minutes of the game, mm-hmm. which was cool. Seven from three. You still buying the stock? Four. I'm still buying stock. Those seven go. minutes were amazing. He's still young though. A seven minute flash of greatness is good. I think he had a good game. No, he did, but he just he had he's one of those players. Yeah, that was nasty. A, a couple it, that was nasty. That you have to kind of be like, you know what? I kind of want to take that guy just because his uh, his the tools he has as an NBA player. He's just young, so he doesn't close out games because they got a better lineup, which just makes sense. He's a second year player, but I'm definitely still buying stock. It's crazy. That that guy's super athletic. Stock. I am buying it's, stock. It's sold There's out. no, I'm t- it's sold out. yeah, because I bought it all. I bought it all last month. They in the playoffs now. You think it's still stock available? I bought it all That's last like month. Fucking, uh, when Bape puts out a shirt, you're not going to be able to get it um, two months later. Who? Bape. Oh, Bape. Okay. Two months later, you can't buy a Bape shirt. You buy it on you the resale buy, market. You can't buy it off it's that, that shit is very expensive. Is. <laughs> and guess who got money? Uh, I don't think you need Bape anyway. No, know, Bape, is, Bape is trash. You've been rocking some fast shirts. Yeah, and Bape is trash. Your Instagram. I'm going to give you some death on that. I'm, I'm rocking with it. They you. don't know. Follow me on Instagram, KennyHOH underscore. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Raptors, I think this is, this is now... Um, they won game away from basically winning the series. I think if they win his next game, which I think they will, and they should, then it's over with. Shout out to Orlando Magic fans, yeah, though. Yeah, shout out to Magic. Yeah. Uh, y'all going to have a really, really nice team going forward. You should, depending on what Markel is. That's what I was going to ask you. Do, you. do you project this team to be a playoff team again next year? Or is this a one-time thing? Well, first of all, from looking at what they yeah, have. They okay. got to resign Vucevic. If they, they keep Vucevic. Let's assume that they are keeping Vucevic. Yeah, I think so. Because, yeah. I mean... I like this team. I think Jonathan Isaac, like you said, he's young. He's going to continue to develop into mm-hmm. one of the best defenders in the league. Uh, Aaron Gordon has made strides. He just needs to be a little bit more consistent, especially as being the main guy. I think he Vucevic's all-star year kind of made him fall back a little bit, but he mm-hmm. needs to continue to try to be their best player. Um, and I like Fournier, even though he shot one for 12 at 8%. Yeah, not a great game one for him. For, one for eight for three. If he literally makes two shots, they can win that game. 
But it really depends on Markel because, mm-hmm. I mean, DJ Augustine has been good. But if you can get DJ Augustine's production off of the bench mm-hmm. and you can have a Markel who's also 6'5", and you would have a Jonathan Isaac who's long, and then you have Aaron Gordon, and Fournier is not a small guard by any means. You have a long, young, athletic team. Mo Bamba's production hopefully can offer something next year. But yeah, you, this would be a good team, especially yeah. if Terrence Ross think, is going to be hooping like this. I yeah. think they, they definitely got to get out to a good, like a good start and be consistent. Just because there could be one or two more East teams, mm-hmm. he does definitely have a chance to make the playoffs next year. Yeah. Don't forget this team. I swear to God, oh, they have a chance <laughs> to make the yeah. playoffs next year. Yeah. Don't, forget, don't forget. Keep going. Oh, you're no, talking, no, about you're the, talking about the if they get something. Oh. Yeah. We might get AD. It's all speculation. <laughs> So it's just all just Let's hope. base it off what you got now. And right now you're a 20 life. win team. Right, so we but if right now we get <laughs> Zion. Zion can give us twenty five. <laughs> Let me not put that pressure on him because people take everything we say serious for some reason. Next game, next series, the Boston Celtics, Indiana Pacers, 3 0. 3 0. They got over 100 points, too. It's about time, damn. <laughs> all that talent, and they can't put over 100 points. I'm Who impressed. Who's the most disappointing person in this series? In this series, the Boba Bogdan, I don't know. Nah, hell no. This series has been boring. It has. My most disappointing person is Sabonis. I was expecting more, and I feel like they really need him. And you know, he played better yesterday, I mm-hmm. guess, with twelve points, seven uh, rebounds, and eight assists. But still, he shot what three for ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and we was used to seeing him really be a beast for them off the bench, and. I mean, it has it was non-existent the first two games. I guess yesterday you can say he showed up, but they're gonna need a little bit more because Miles Turner is who Miles Turner is. I mean, he's he is who he is. He's not gonna be some crazy force. But they really miss uh, Oladipo. They yeah, are. he'll be back next season though. I don't. Was, is that a twelve-month injury or is yeah. it like a six-month, seven-month? He's month? gonna be out for a while. So he's not coming in fresh and beginning of next season. Nope. Okay, that's tough. Um, so they're gonna probably get off to a slow but didn't start he get hurt early. He yeah, got hurt in December. Got, yeah, he got. So it might could be. I thought he missed some time at the end of the, the beginning, of the, or missed some time at the beginning. Of the season he did. Too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. So I don't think he even started this season. It's um, it's cool to see Jalen Brown to come out in this game and have a good one because he's been so up and down this season trying to find who he is as a player, his it's role, and everything. Jason Tatum come out and just start hooping. Yeah, and the amount of mid range jumpers Jason Tatum takes bothers me, but they go in. So what? What can I say? Yeah, he he. Those are yeah, those, those mid range killers. Those are good shots. Yeah. For him. CJ. No, no, I know they're good shots. CJ McCollum. Those pull ups. Those are good shots for him. Bro, it might look like a bad shot, but I heard the dumbest shit from Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> okay, what did Isaiah Thomas say? He Damn. said. Which one? No, the the commentator. Oh, um, okay. Bad Boy Piston. Yeah, he said, there's no good mid-range jump shooting defenders in the league. There are. And what would your counter to that be? Well, a good defender is a good defender. Why do you need a good mid-range jumper defender? You can't name somebody, though? I bet Kawhi Leonard's yeah, probably Kawhi pretty Leonard damn good at that. <laughs> yeah, but he's a good defender regardless. It's not just like But he does both. Though. I can see what he means, though, because it's easier to defend a three- than it is a mid-range. Because, I mean, in the mid-range, they shake in the bacon. You can step back right over. But he said there's zero in the league? Yeah, that, that, that was ignorant. But, I mean, that's an over-exaggeration. But, I mean, it's tougher to guard a mid-range than it is a three. Because how much, you, how far can you really work with with a three? It's unless you're Steph Curry. He's the only mm-hmm. person that's out there dancing. Ain't nobody dancing behind the three. <laughs> but people would dance on you in the mid-range. Jason Tatum just did it to uh, Bogdanovich last night. Mm-hmm. Take a lot of good footwork. The series is over. Um, this is one I, I can't wait. I hope that the Pacers don't just steal game five to man. make this series longer. Just, well, just, just die already. Because Gilbert has a question. Okay, you. let me hear, Gil. How far does Boston need to go? Arenas? Yeah, Gilbert Arenas coming. Gilbert, you know you watch the show. Gilbert Garcia. Gilbert, oh, wait, oh, Gilbert Garcia. <laughs> of course he won't go along <laughs> right. with Isaiah's Gilbert Arenas. How far does Boston have to go for Kyrie to stay? Uh, nah, they have one championship. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, "What's the chance of him even winning the championship?" Be like, you know what? This still not. For this me. still not. Yeah. For me. Still not for me. I might have. To I want to go and uh, open my new chapter in my life. I just think that uh, New York is just. So is this still just a big question mark at this point. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's they're playing so well that it's a question mark that we shouldn't even have to talk about right now. Yeah. I think they could beat the Bucks. I think they do. I think they. they, they uh, yeah, they had. A, they had the chance. <laughs> I don't know how. If, how like. Realistic I can't go no all oh, yeah eighty percent that the Celtics gonna win that series. I can't go that. What's far, the highest man. percentage you can give it? I'll give it twenty. Whoa, twenty, bro. I, I'm thinking this is a six game series and the Bucks taking in the six. That would be my prediction off the she, top right now. Yeah. <laughs> you give it five, gentleman sweep. Give him a five. I, I hate him. the word the title gentleman sweep. 
But I guess it's okay if you use it. I don't like when players use it. Yeah, we got the gentleman sweep. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, it, it depends whose mouth is coming out of it. If it's, oh, if it's the team that won, they like, yeah, we gave him the gentleman sweep. The, Spurs, the Warriors gave the Spurs that gentleman sweep. But if a player loses a series and they come out like, man, we gave, they gave us the gentleman sweep because we took that one. It sounds different. No, I think I think it's only a sweep if you sweep them. There's no such thing as a half. Like I don't like half-ass things. There's no such thing as oh, I was the second runner. I was runner-up MVP. <laughs> My Hall of Fame speech. I, yeah, I was runner-up MVP. Hey, Joe Kim Noah gonna use that in his Hall of Fame speech. <laughs> About what? When he was fourth in MVP vote. Shout out to my boy Joe Kim. He ain't even thinking about that. Last <laughs> series from last night. Uh huh. Portland Trail Blazers versus. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, I'm going to put this question in here, too, because I feel like this is a series we got to ask this. Which team has the most lose by a first-round exit? It's OKC. Okay, it's it's OKC. Okay, has the most to lose? Yeah, most okay, to lose. See. It's okay, see. Full strength. This is their team. Two All-Stars, an MVP candidate, and an ex-MVP. Yeah, and they can't do much with their roster for next year, so this is their team for like three years unless they trade a Steven Adams or something. So they definitely got the most to lose. But they stayed alive, was a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook came out and played his game, which is perfect. And um, they, Billy Donovan changed some shit. Isn't that crazy? The coach Billy made Donovan? Some, Billy Donovan made some changes. Steven Adams the clipboard to draw up a play for a <laughs> last shot. That's the guy who made a change man. <laughs> the change that he made was Russell Westbrook's not guarding Damian Lillard last night. He was on Alfred Camino. Yeah. Which could be a great thing for Russell Westbrook because he didn't have to use so much energy chasing Damian Lillard. That was my point this about is, the Paul George shit. And this is also what kills me. Russell, you can't talk shit to Dame if you're not guarding him. Yes, he the first two games he killed you and you didn't do shit. I think, I think that's the best <laughs> that's the thing. Let him go. Let no, him you go. can't do that. Like if he killed you the first two games, you ain't do shit. And you all of a sudden did you, you watch don't, the game? Yes, I did watch the game. But he didn't that, guard that, him. He did guard him. Not most of the game. He sat in the corner. But he guarded him. It was eighty percent. It was eighty percent he wasn't on him. Eighty percent he guarded him. Eighty no, percent he was that. wasn't I guarding him. The fucking yeah. game. I know eighty percent he did fucking guard him. Duh, yeah. So, but he can talk shit. No, he can't. The first yeah. two games he killed you. There was points where Russell Westbrook missed shots and, and the Portland Trailblazers win, and, and Damian Lillard was talking shit, and he didn't guard him. Damian Lillard guards him every time down the court. So why why didn't he guard him on the possessions he talked to shit on? You remember when when he missed the shot and went, what did uh, Damian Lillard do? Uh, he was guarding him yeah, on the possession. Yes, he, yes, he, he did. Shot, he did not no, guard yes, him. He, no, he, he did not guard the shot. He, he was guarding him. Yes, yes. He did. He let him shoot the shot. He let him. He let him shoot the shot. He definitely did. The reason the reason it don't look like he guarded him because he left his ass open. He let him shoot. Y'all bailing him out with that. He just let him. It's Russell. I'm letting Russell Westbrook shoot too. Don't do that. <laughs> He's a twenty percent three point shooter until tonight, where he scored, where he was like four for six three, or something like three that. For five. Yeah, three for five, very him. disappointing. I mean, very not disappointing. On my end, it is. On your end, as a fan <laughs> of the Blazers, yes. Um, but Russell Jeremy Westbrook came Grant out and played well. Stepped say, up, yes. Yep, stepped he up. Said he had eighteen and won the shot. That's beautiful for them. I mean, it's cool though. He don't have. I mean, I, I like it. The Thunder won. They did their thing. Russell Westbrook been busting Damian Lillard ass for years. So I mean, yeah, but the series uh, who's been busting? I who thought else? it was funny because Damian Lillard was talking in an interview and they asked him about when Dennis Schroeder did like his yeah. fourth quarter thing. He was like, "Well, I thought it was funny because they didn't do it in the first two games." That's a great response. He, he had to wait until he knew the game was Dennis Schroeder. So for him to do that, yeah, not he's been hooping. Not a league MVP. I, I just like the interview. They asked him about, uh, about Paul George's dunk at the end of the game, too. He's like, I don't, I, yeah, I'm getting I don't down. care. It's probably just get his field goal percentage up. He didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that, but he that's because, yeah. I mean, three for, four, three for 13 or four for 13 or something yeah, like that three, for Paul George. Yeah. He just still doesn't look very good. 17 free throws. That's the thing he was good at it, last night, getting the to the lane. Mo Harkless and Mo Harkless fouled out. They can't defend him without fouling, which is ridiculous. And that's what people was talking about. It's just they don't have to. You know, be knocking down amazing shots. It's just they had to put points on the board, and well, Paul George did that, making four shots. And guess what they're gonna do? What they're gonna do it again tomorrow? And all that, y'all, they was sleep on Dame. No more of that. It's gonna go, go. It's gonna be done. Dame had twenty five in the third quarter. Let's make back a to what you said about. I think putting Russell Westbrook. No. You're off two one, and you don't want to make. A but bet. he picked OKC to win the series anyway. It's not like I he's did. super confident with but the Blazers. Did he change his answer? I don't. No. Not none of us changed him. He did. He was right about the Spurs, though. He is like something about, well, they still so got a game tonight OKC or winning. tomorrow. See what I'm saying? So what do you mean? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, exactly. So you don't have no prediction for this series? Not right now, no. 
No, that's what I was saying though. I think Westbrook, <laughs> just on somebody who's going to take one shot, is a lot better just because he you likes to play every. You know what I'm saying? If he gets caught, lost gambling team. on a steal or anything. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt as much if he's guarding Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum. You, you see where I'm going? Yeah. I think it's just like what you said. You, you don't. You don't have to put in that much energy. Mm-hmm. You can preserve it uh, for time and situation. You don't have to guard him f- for 40 minutes. Guard him when you need to. Why the hell is Alfred Amino not just posting him up? I know Russell Westbrook's a strong guard. Yeah, that is I know it's Amino not him, but not him. he can shoot over him. Literally, Amino turn can. around and that shoot over him. I'm don't telling know if I've you, ever seen him do like a post fade? He, I know, he, no, I know, I know it's not. Up, Russell's still going to get a contest. I saw a few possessions. A I saw a few possessions last year where he posted up AD. <laughs> that made me so mad. Russell is that, is that why they lost that series? Because Alfred Camino's posting up AD. But this is this has been the most excited series. We got star power. Um, Rivalries, rivalries. Yeah. I made that word. I love rivalry. seeing. I love seeing the matchup of Damon uh, Rustbrook. Yeah, I just hope that they guard each other. Who would you move your team around? I'll go Dame. Okay, I'm probably picking Dame too. Okay, just because he's a better decision maker, <laughs> better leader. I'm with you. I we we remember we. I asked you that. I was like, would you rather take Damon Lillard or Russell Westbrook? He's like Damian Lillard. I gotta go with Russell. I gotta go with the league MVP. Um, the dude that's been in the finals before. Um, a couple years ago. <laughs> you know, I, got, I, I got to. He just does so much on the floor that day. It's such a love-hate relationship. With, it's a give-and-take relationship with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, because sometimes I want to choke the shit out of him. I, that's, <laughs> another, that's another thing I like. I like that everybody hate him. And also, they did I don't a think good everybody job hates keeping Cantor off the offensive boards. In the league, if not the most hated guy in the league. Kent only had five rebounds last night. I need him to pick that up. He needs to get more aggressive down there. They also put Jeremy Grant on him. Really? Yeah. And he Billy still Donovan only had Billy Donovan watched the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Donovan watched I mean, the show. It's a good idea. Just put in length on those smaller guards. Yeah, it's it's been working. And the thing yeah. that OKC did was attack cancer on the pick and roll more. Exactly. <laughs> Billy Donovan is tuning into these shows and taking coaching tips from through the wire. They hey, Russell, get us to a game then if you win the series. <laughs> Fast get, though. Get, get us somewhere. Round. I don't then, go ahead. Damian Little, when he had 25 in the third quarter, he was attacking that defense. Yeah, no, he had 25. He had 25 he in the did? third quarter. Yeah, he, had 25. he was attacking that defense, and then in the fourth quarter, they throw the same defense at him, and he doesn't do shit. I don't get how he can just not attack it the same way. I think it was a mistake by taking him out. I know you want to sit him. Yeah. But I the momentum like, yeah, the momentum super quick. I would, I would let him ride out. Yeah, because he was, he was doing yeah, he too was good. Now that right, and Russ was guarding him on some of them. He was still just bang, bang, bang. I think you just gotta let the, let it roll. Yeah, I think you gotta let it. But they kind of did. They kind of did do their thing a little bit when he was gone. I think they yeah. CJ CJ came in yeah. and he did the same thing. He yeah. attacked that defense, and that's such a great one two punch. Like I don't I don't know. It is, but it ain't. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't. I mean, it's if we rank in one two. If we rank in one two punches, they're they're probably like number five, maybe in the league. Yeah. Backcourt one-two punch? Or just I one-two just think punch? of one-two punches in general. Yeah. Uh, they one-two punch, they might be lower than that. I was thinking backcourt. No. Let me let me think about Okay, one-two punches. We so got KD and Stephen Curry. James Harden and Chris Paul, I'm taking them. Lonzo Brown. Lonzo Brown. At number 26. Yo, I'm taking them too. Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard? No. Hell no. No? Hell no. Why not? Lowry? I'm taking Dame. <laughs> okay. I just, I just thought that. George Russell Westbrook. Uh, ben and I guess this series will determine that. Ben and B. How would this series determine that? Who I would want. Who I would want. Yeah. Over who, though? Those two. Yeah, those two. I thought we were talking about Raptors. No. Oh, no. Ben and B. Mm-hmm. CJ and Dame maybe number, like number Ball four or number field. five. Mm. I'm no, taking CJ I mean, and Dame. I don't know about that. I would, I'm I would, no, no, I know you're I'm throwing my answer. Would you say Giannis and Chris Middleton? Even Chris Middleton's sure, not that two Sure, punch. sure, sure. He, he, he is. He is. Giannis, would you I sure, think his whole all, they all stars. You have to. I think his whole team is his two punch. But dude is the all star. We can't. We can't. How am I the one taking up for Chris Middleton all of a sudden? Come on. It may be Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. I can see either one. No, Eric Bledsoe had a better season this year. That's it. It's simple. He did. Um, he had a better season. He had a better season than he did last year. He did. Um, who else? Aldridge and DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes, yes. I'm still. I'm taking Damon CJ over him, but but they they need to be mentioned for sure. Uh, Laurie and Zach. Lou Will Montrez. 
It's funny that they're one-two punches. They're bench players. <laughs> but it's a, it's a fact. I feel like we forgetting one. Let me type in NBA team. I'm looking at the standings. I mean, this, who's the Suns one-two about Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton? That's too young. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Luka and Kristaps is going to be something. Kyrie and somebody. Kyrie and Tatum. Jason Tatum. Yeah. Kyrie and Horford. Oh, CP3 and DeHarden. Yeah, he said, they were number Mike one. said that. Okay. Um, they were number one. Oh, no. I mean, that was the first two, one the team I mentioned. Cat and Wiggs. Hell, what? Uh, that's Cat and Derrick Rose. I like Carly Town. He's so damn good that yeah. he can take over he, for he, what yeah. Wiggins. He carry it, but yeah, hell yeah. Um, Luke and KP going to be nice. Fox and Heald. Yeah. I'll be coming to you. I'll be coming. Yeah. Why you say that? They were nice. Maybe they were there. I think Buddy Hill and Darren Fox is a great one to punch. Yeah. I like Darren Fox. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Why not Buddy? He averaged like 20. <laughs> Efficiently, too. He's 29. Talking about he's 26. He lying about his age and stuff. I think he said he never he never lied about it. He just never corrected anybody. <laughs> Which is funny. Wait, so he's really 29? He's 26. Oh. He he was his age was wrong, but I, oh. I threw some age. Yeah, he's I think he's I think he's 26. So today, uh well, this will be out tomorrow, but from when we recording it, we have the Sixers Nets. Yep. Nugget Spurs, mm-hmm. Bucks Pistons, Rockets Jazz. Uh I'm going to take the Sixers on the Nets. Yeah, yeah, I got the Sixers too. I'm gonna go Nets. Nets, sure. let's go Nets. Nets. Put it together, baby. Nets are gonna extend the series. Yep, okay. put it together. Uh, Nuggets, Spurs. I'm gonna have to go with Nuggets. We I'm gonna go, hopefully, the, the, I'm gonna go Spurs, baby. Go, hey, it's key to what you said. He said, "Don't be surprised if we are three one after this." Yep, weekend. that's what he said. Don't be surprised. Um, the Nuggets haven't won in in San Antonio in 14 games or something like that. Yep. But it's changing tonight. I'm yeah. taking the Nuggets. That means they're due for one. <laughs> uh, I'm with the Spurs tonight. Jokic is going to have to have like a 38 triple double, 38 points. 35 point triple. Is it? Is it? Has he done that? Nope. That, like that's. He has done that. He has done it. He's going to like. Was it? The, it was just like the first week of the season. He had the 35, 11, 11 game with like no missing, no shots. Um, he's going to have to do something. Oh, Bucks Pistons. Give me the piss. No, let me chill. <laughs> no, let me chill. I might tune in. Bucks by 40. I, I wish we could kind of simulate that one. <laughs> Bucks, uh, by, <laughs> Bucks by 40. And do y'all think the Jazz still win tonight? Yes. I think they can. First, first, first game at home. Yeah, I, I think they'll win there too. like five points this, this Yes, because yeah. he's shooting one. Yeah, he's, he's shooting, shooting 30%, shots. Percent, but it's like five points. Come That's because Donovan Mitchell ain't trying to pass the ball. He's um, going to have all his people by his side tonight, though. Man, I got the Rockets. Uh, I think the Jazz are going to win this. I'm just hoping to be competitive. I hope Donovan Mitchell watched this game like Billy Donovan watched and make some adjustments. Because if not, he's going to start all his energy to get 15 That's so funny (laughs) that we saying Billy Donovan did something good. Hey. He probably do. He probably watched it. No, we gave him we gave him credit at the beginning of the season <laughs> when they did. were when they when he was playing really good. Yes, we did. Yep, and then that tanked. <laughs> that tanked. Okay, yeah. All right. When they come back and win this series, he better get What? They literally tanked. They were the third seed. They ended up as a as a what sixth seed after being the eighth seed. They they sucked. That's like not Paul George. Paul no, Paul George, George went down. Yes. Yes. So yes. you're giving Billy Donovan more credit. Yes. I don't, I'm not doing yes. that. He got to show me more. Yes. How do you expect him to continue to win at a top three? He got MV, He got league MVP. Who? And, and, and Russell Westbrook. Uh, oh, I thought you. No. I was talking like he was talking because he was like, yeah. He is talking. Russell Westbrook is league MVP. I'm taking league MVP over Dan Lillard. I'm sorry. Are you taking Steve Nash over Dame Lillard? You know what? Today's Steve Nash because he was a league MVP. I'm not taking Steve Nash over Derek. <laughs> Steve Nash is Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Jeremy Lin doesn't even get PT in the playoffs. More amplified, okay? Jody Meeks get more minutes than him. That's what you was on with Steve Bro, Nash? Bro, we talking about... Right now. We talking about systems. Oh, look, we need to end the show if we're doing <laughs> we're this. systems. That, I'm not going down this route. Mike Tony. So you telling me? So you saying James don't, Harden thing don't matter there because yeah. he's he a system player <laughs> he's now. The best one in there. That's why his numbers are way more better than Steve Nash's and Jeremy Lance. Jeremy, it's a coincidence that Steve Nash skyrocketed when he got with D'Antoni. Then oh, Lin Sanity happens, and oh, now James Harden is fucking breaking records. Nah, it's D'Antoni, and all three of those guys have something in common. While they was doing all those historical things and breaking out their careers, they didn't win. 
I'm rooting for James Harden to knock out the Warriors, but it's not winning basketball. I'm sorry, D'Antoni, but it's just not. No disrespect to Steve Nash, but I don't think he's as good as a two-time MVP. He got it. Congratulations to him. It, we cannot take it away from him. You but, can't say no disrespect. We you say you're taking Derek yeah. over Steve yeah, Nash. That was, that's when I was. That's the confused. most disrespectful this thing you can say. Boy, I don't know. Steve Nash can be an asshole. I might run into him at the beach before office. Nash seems like a pretty nice. Yeah, dude. he seems like a very nice dude. I'm just talking shit. This Shout out to him on his engagement, by the way. That's it, I guess. Who are you getting engaged to? Some. So how you congratulate? Like you know him. I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> he don't like you. I'm just saying congratulations. He, he ain't gotta like you. Though. He ain't gotta like he me. He said you don't have no jump shot. You we coworkers. Play. He said you couldn't play with him. If We're coworkers. You don't have to like he each said other. Oh five. When he's they, just worried about his coworker. That's facts. I'm just he said Sam and office congratulations. But he, Keep but it he said in 05 when they was doing a running gun offense, you would not have fit. I wouldn't have fit because you can't shoot. It, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's a good thing. To, he ain't lying. I'm not gonna be mad at him for saying that. But he putting dirt on your name. I'm not a hooper. <laughs> Roger Bell was a great fit there. Would y'all, would y'all take Steven Nash over Jason Kidd? No. Mm, I would probably take Steve Nash. You would? Yeah. Why? Just because he's like more of an offensive juggernaut. Is he? I would think so. He's a better shooter. He is a better shooter. Well, but, I mean, yeah. he doesn't. Sh- for him to be such a no, great no, no. shooter, he Jason don't shoot. Kidd, it on his end, I would probably think like defense. He's just more of because a all even around. when Steve Nash won those MVPs, he didn't average twenty points. No, <laughs> he's like eighteen point scorer, but, but he can't. No, shoot. I mean, like I don't mean he's gonna not go get thirty. He was one of those. He was one of those dudes that could score, he, yeah, but he was passed first. Yeah, he's a person that runs their offense. I mean, if he was playing today, he'd average twenty plus. Just because the, so. the, the league is going yeah, towards it's him. It's faster, and he'd get way more shots. And then his coach would be like, shoot the damn ball, Steve. That's why I was like, why? Because he had playoff performance, but he had 30-point games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He but, could definitely take over a game for you. Yeah, no disrespect, Steve. I was just talking out of my ass. Um, <laughs> Steve watched the show. It's too. like seven minutes of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Steve does watch the show. We co-workers. They be having it also in the office. I still don't think he's better than Jason Kidd. That's just my thing. That's just my thing. He's alone on that, Steve. Come on the show, please. Uh, I can't. I can we can talk, talk soccer I, with I, you, I bro. Can't tell, I can't tell him that to his face. He's too nice. <laughs> we, we'll talk soccer with you. Steve I watched one soccer game this week. He's nice as hell. He probably is. He helping Kevin Durant with fadeaway jumpers and all type of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, take a look at that though. Lynn Sanity, Steve Nash MVP, James. Hart, Mike D'Antoni's got to get start getting some Hall of Fame credit. Might not get no rings. But he could sure as hell get you an MVP award. <laughs> and a big contract. Shout out to uh, Lynn, who's not playing in the playoffs. Why ain't he playing? Fred and Fleet? Fred and Fleet. Yeah. But just, Jody Meeks even up, plays over him. Yeah, Meeks, play. Where the hell did Jody Meeks come from? Because I swear I told you. They, they just signed him. Yeah, they just signed him like yeah. a, a couple days before the playoffs. Him yeah, and that I, damn I, I elbow man. He was on the Wizards. He got bought out. He wasn't with Mike remember them days that he was on the Lakers. Yeah, I do. How many of y'all Lakers fans that exist today was watching those games? Xavier Henry, Ryan Kelly. Mike wasn't watching those games either. I was. That's when Robert Soccer is there. I'm trying to think. When he was playing Kendall Marshall, he was getting my team card. (laughs) That was the first time I've seen a team come to a game with six players. I was at the game where, like, Chris... The Cavs was, was laying on the bench. How do you? Cavs, I, yeah. I don't know. How do you come to an NBA game with six players? The, the Trailblazers did that the last game of the season. They had uh, Penny Simmons. They had uh, you mean all those players oh, played yeah. like forty five minutes? Oh yeah, you're right. They all played like forty five minutes. Fake fan. Don't do that. Penny Simmons. Don't do that. That's because I don't know how to pronounce it. Afrin. 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 I don't know how to pronounce that shit. So I just say Penny. Don't do that because Penny is a legend. One cent, baby. We out.